this podcast is for conversation and educational purposes only. I am not a mental health clinician that's allowed to give you medical advice to go do some dumb shit. Yes, I said dumb shit. I do curse to express my individuality. So if that offends you, then please don't fucking listen. Now y'all, enjoy the show. Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Nurse Motherfucking Two Keys, y'all. I guess y'all done, episode, y'all done figured out which episode this is. Ten, y'all. I done ran a dime on the podcast game. So this episode is going to be very special and very unique to both of us because I'm going as I go. And y'all, I don't know if y'all knew or not, but all the music that I've ever come up with, I come up with it off the dome. And then I have a, a great cast behind me that puts a beat to it. What that mean? Wait, wait. That was acapella. Now y'all here with music. I know, right? Dope. Anyways, um, if y'all haven't already, give this episode a thumbs up. Like, share, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. Send some of y'all's dear Kiki letters in, honey. It's been nice, y'all. I, I just love it. And I want to give a major, major shout out to my audience, y'all listening all over the world. Yes, y'all. We got U.S., the U.S., the best country in the world. It's fucked up, but the best country in the world. That's for a different time. Different. That's a whole different episode right there. But anyways, I love you, the U.S. And we got Canada, the Republic of Moldova, y'all, Mexico, Bangladesh, the U.K., Italy, France, Germany, Egypt, the Ukraine, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. Got a Rico on him, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, don't mess with him. Just letting y'all know. Just letting you know. Anyway, in Norway, India, Australia, Nigeria, and Greece, y'all. Let me say, I am so humble. Like, y'all are my heroes. Y'all think I'm the hero for just doing this, but y'all are the heroes that listen. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are the heroes that take what I say, if it means anything to you, and you put it to good use. Because that's what this is for. It's, it's all it's been for, for the divine to just continue to bless us. And, you know, let me just say, like, I I started with one country that was 99% U.S., 1% India. Shout out to India. They have been loyal. But, like, now look at me. Y'all, from, from the comfort of my own damn home, honey. Yes, baby. Black girl magic, yes. including still going to school to for nurse practitioner. Yes, I passed another another grade, another level, I guess. Um, 
just working and doing this, y'all. I'm going to be more consistent. I'm saying it to y'all. I am. And we're going to do this thing. We're going to keep it sexy. So, Moving on, you know, we've been we've been really dealing with narcissism and, and the effects of and what it looks like and all that. And so, like, the last episode, you know, we talked about, like, what it does to you as a person. So now it's time to move from victim to victor, you know. Y'all ain't no motherfucking victims. Shake this, honey. Shake, smack yourself right now. Get some baby powder. Put it on your hand and smack the shit out yourself because you're not a victim. You're not your victor because we're healing. That's what we're doing. We we open up these child wounds. We acknowledge them. We learn why we are the way we are. Now it's time to fix the shit. And nobody has the control to do that but you. And you know when you fix some shit, man, stuff starts to work. Okay? So on this episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with your emotions. That's the first thing we got to fix. Because, honey, the way my attitude is set up to what all I done been through. Honey. Okay. So we're going to talk about how to deal with your emotions. Y'all listen. If anything um, correlates with you, inspires you, let me know. Please put it down in the comments. Y'all, we got to get this thing shaking and baking. You feel me? So, you know, over the years, I had to do some shadow work. Huh? No, I ain't no witch or nothing like that. Well, they say I'm a good witch. They say, I don't know, witch or bitch, one of them. Wish you would, though. That's all I've been saying. Yeah. Okay, let me take a little sip of my tea. Hold on, wait, y'all. Hold on. I'm coming right back. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Into ice. But, y'all, I do this shadow work, man. I had to deal. Y'all had. Y'all done had to deal with me here. Y'all done heard all my whole damn life. Damn near. Uh-huh. But it gets better. And the great thing about it is just everybody, they talk about self-love. They talk about self-care. They talk about self-healing. But then it's like if you've never been loved properly by all the people that you've loved all your life, the people that you love the most, the people you would give your last to, the people that used you, took your kindness for weakness, depleted your energy, you know, it's the hardest fucking pill to swallow. Trauma is hard to process because you associated with your real genuine love with people who weren't really genuinely loving you back, unconditionally loving you anyway. So if this resonates out, please comment on whatever platform you're listening on. I don't know what I'm going to be on next month. I might be on something new. I don't know. Thank you for listening on every platform. I appreciate you. And I thank you, Lord, for the platform. But, you know, um, Oprah. One of my inspirations, biggest, biggest inspiration. She uh, just came out with a book. It says it's, it's called What Happened to You. And there's not judging, not just judge you, like what happened to you. But like, um, I recommend this book. We're going to get into it. So I'm definitely going to be reading it. We got, got to put her shit in there. You know, I love Oprah. Um, hopefully one day Oprah will be on this show. Yeah, I pray in the name of Jesus, honey. I done make this come up, come up, come to pass so far. Hell, imperfections and all. I know y'all heard that. I know y'all heard that stutter. That's that, that uh, Taylor Port kicking in. No, I'm just playing. But no, really, um, in her book, she talks about trauma, and a lot of people think that trauma is like a big event. They think it's a big car crash or a plane crash or it's um, a car crash or somebody dies or, you know, they think it's just something that's just like so horrendous. But that's not 
the result of real trauma. Yes, you you will have PTSD from that big event, but trauma really happens from little experience after little experience after little experience after little experience. So, you know, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you know, you have those good days. Sometimes you have great days. So when you have those little experiences, you don't really pay attention to them until after years and years and years to chip away at you, you know, yeah, especially if you're in an intimate relationship. But, like, if you never knew from childhood that you was that your parent was a narcissist, then you're sorry, boo. It's, it's been happening since then. But that's what gives you PTSD, and it's confusing. But once you realize, you acknowledge, you realize what the fuck is going on, you're like, okay, this is fucked up. You know, and like I said, this ain't no he-man, woman-hater show. This is where we're going to fucking heal, y'all. This is episode number 10. So we're going to talk about our emotions now. Okay. Now, now of course, what somebody did to us and responsive but we're going to talk about our emotions like why we probably if you're like me and you know if this doesn't apply let it fly let it fly out the fucking window for all i care beat it with a bat i don't care shoot it boom bow, boom whatever but um i was at a dark place um in my healing journey when i first started um i was at a really 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 dark place and a, a lot of people can probably testify even though you've been through an abusive relationship you don't got used to it especially if you don't have 10 12 15 20 30 50 honey two three four years with somebody you know you get cr- you get accustomed to them you've grown to love them you do and you 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 know in love and marriage you expect you 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 stay with that person flaws and all but um over time when you notice that the good is not really outweighing the bad that there's more bad than there is good then it's like okay you know your personality changes you know your 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 physical symptoms change you know it's physically affecting you you know that's when it's time to go on this healing journey and so even though I was separated from my abusers, because, you know, I cut a bitch off real quick. <laughs> yes, this is the podcast for healing and dealing. Sit back and relax. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, like, I, um, on my healing journey, I was depressed because I didn't know how to identify with my feelings. But, you know, and I, at first I was, I was depressed, but then I was also tired of feeling alone. I was tired of being triggered to the point that confrontation just made me want to stay in bed all day. This is after I don't live. You know, you think, okay, you leave somebody after you've dealt with abuse. You know, you leave them. Okay, I got my own place now. This is my boundary. And you'll still find yourself arguing with this person. Like, why am I still arguing with you? And you're not even here. You know what I'm saying? There's still that power, that mind control. You know, and dealing with unhealthy relationships it drained me depleted my energy lost of motivation to do things that I was supposed to do that needed to be done but now I'm stuck in the fucking bed because I'm depressed you know what I'm saying it's just like then a part of my healing there comes a good day it's like oh I feel like on top of the world maybe the day before I didn't get good sleep you know maybe the day before it was just a horrible day or I was tired or you know whatever but like then here comes a good day and then that good day, you know, it's a, it's a part of healing. I recommend, you know, be around people that you didn't used to be around, especially if you've been separated from a lot of people, like developing those relationships, reestablishing those relationships, those friends, 
not not the toxic ones, but the good ones. You know, the people that motivate you, whether it's somebody at church, somebody at school, somebody at work, somebody, you know what I'm saying, that you, you, you see that they mirror the life that you want. And so, like, those are the type of people you want to be around. If you're the smartest in your clique, the most the most intelligent, the most successful, then you need new friends. Because you're not going to elevate. You are the hype. You are the GOAT, you know? And it's okay to be the GOAT, but you also have to stay humble. Humble about you feel me? Okay, so when we're dealing with emotions and emotional dysregulation, which is, which is due to... Um, being in a toxic, um, narcissistic upbringing, um, you don't know how to deal with your feelings. So you're emotionally dysregulated. And I am. I, I am. I, 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 honey, I diagnosed myself. You know, I am. And your, your former abuser, they can just call. Or, in, or, or, or they send a triggering, a triggering long text message. You know, this could be a, your significant other, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your friend, your co-worker, your cat, your dog, your frog. Whoever. <laughs> Whoever. Um, but just by seeing this person's name calling you or a notification saying that you have a text message from them, if it revs up your fight or flight system, your sympathetic nervous system is basically a part of your brain, your spinal cord, but like your epinephrine, you know, your norepi, it starts to rise. You start, you know, to have, you know, like you're, like you're about to fight, but it's just a text message or it's just a call. Yeah, your heart beats fast, you feel weak, you might feel sick to your stomach, maybe you might want to faint or go lay down. And maybe you just want, or you want to tell them about their motherfucking self. That's what you really want to do. Um, In a fit of anger or rage, only to eventually... Eventually, your ass gonna calm down and you're gonna regret it later. Uh, does that resonate? Does it sound like you? Show sound like me. I'll put myself on the cross. I will. Um, and it's like you regret letting them see you that way because it shows them that they still have the power. Months, years, weeks, however long later when you're supposed to have moved on. So it's like you feel like you take three steps forward and then like five steps back. And y'all, I'm here to tell you, listen, Okay. okay. listen to your sister nurse two keys, your auntie, listen to TT. This is normal. You're healing from trauma, but you know, the thing is to never give up, be patient with yourself and channel that negative energy and turn it into something positive for you that could help somebody else. Because I'm telling you, a part of healing, the best things to do for me that have really been awarding to me is to help somebody else. I guess that's why I'm a nurse or I've been a waitress all my life or in call centers. I've always been of service. And that's what makes me feel good. So sometimes you have to take the energy and be like, I don't have time for this. I need to take this energy that I'm mad about. Let's go do something positive about it. You know, you've done gave these people the best years of your life. Now it's time for you to give yourself the best day of your life, your best, the best days of your life, making yourself a priority and becoming the best version of you. That's what's going to kill them motherfucking ass. going to kill them. I swear, y'all, your perseverance, you know, you never giving up, your resilience. And in the meantime, the universe is working in your favor. God, Jesus, whoever you want. Hey, my thing is, you know, I'm a Christian. 
But I also know that God made the universe. And so all things that work through him work through the universe. So, hell, thank you, universe. Thank you for coinciding with God and God coinciding with the universe to make shit happen. You feel me? Okay. And the and, and in the meantime, karma's gonna give you it's gonna give you shit right back. It's gonna give you good. See if you sow good seeds, you get good things happen. You sow bad seeds, bitch. I'm sorry for you. Can't relate. And you know your enemies. At the end of the day, the Lord is gonna make them your step stool. The same people that made it hard for you are probably gonna be the same people that gonna have to humble themselves to help you. You know, once they understand, because that you know, God, God will mess around and and hide you in front of everybody. Let me say that again. God will mess around and, and hide you in front of everybody. So when they finally do see who you are as a person, you don't already figured out who they are and who can go with you and who the hell can't. You know. It's a process. Just you got to go with the process, you know. I always say, Lord, please take anybody away from me that's not for me, honey. He took the, the, the and you got, you got to be careful what you pray for because you just might get it. Get it! Nine times out of ten. And if you don't, God will show you why you, you, why you didn't need it. But, you know, once we acknowledge emotional dysregulation, because it, it, it can be hard to recognize because it can leave you upset. You're feeling confused by your own damn feelings, guilty about your feelings. You're, you're overwhelmed to the point where you can't even make decisions. It's like you're panicking. Um, and it's hard to manage that behavior. So once you recognize it, we're going to show, I mean, we're going to talk about some ways to, you know, to do that today. You know, we're talking about healing, y'all. Let's heal. Motherfuckers, let's heal. But we are after this pay promotion. So you have these intense, or do you have these intense, these intense emotional moments of anxiety, anger, or frustration? It's really fucking hard to come down from. Even when you know you shouldn't be as angry or frustrated or you shouldn't have so much anxiety in that situation, what you do. You know, then those emotions are followed by more emotions that turn into more emotions and more thoughts and more shit to just make you go into a fucking spiral. You know, then you want to give a piece of it. You want to give a, you want to give a piece of your motherfucking mind. Look like you feel like you're pressured or you're urged to like it's an urge now. You have to do it, you know, and it feels necessary given the circumstance. And it probably was really necessary, though, uh-huh. you know. But we we trying to eliminate being a bad guy. But I'm going to be transparent with you. I feel you. I, and I'm going to keep it funky with you. But anyways, moving along. So you want to give them a piece of your mind. It feels necessary until you calm down to the point where now you feel flat because you don't use so much fucking emotion and energy and this shit. Now you're just like, blah. You know, so it feels like your life is on a, like an emotional roller coaster. Does that sound like you? If if you don't want to, you don't got to admit it. But listen, listen, when, when when you are real with yourself, you can deal with it. Does it sound like you? And if it don't, then it don't fly, bitch. Let it fly. Hello. So like, I'm going to give you another example. You've been talking to this guy. You met him on an online day. Now you connect with him instantly, bitch. You're feeling him. 
You have hour-long conversations, thinking of you texts. You're having so much fun, and, you know, you're just loving it, you know. And then here, here's the, here the day comes when you, he's supposed to take you out, bitch. Yes, honey, y'all going out. And you're really looking forward to it. Man, you done got your mani, bitch. You done got your petty. Men, you done got your hair cut. Man, you, you got your smell good, you got your edge up, your line up, you know, looking sexy, looking like, like a snack, a full course meal, and dessert, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> hair, ladies, you done got your hair done, your makeup's on point, your outfit, bitch, you're looking like a million bucks. Yeah. Then you put your heels on, you're about to grab your purse and your keys and head out the door, and then he calls or sends a text. Even worse. Dun, 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 dun. Telling you that something done happened for his job and he has to cancel. Okay? And for that split second, right after you read it, right, right, I'm talking about right after you read it, you feel really let down. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you haven't really, you know. And then you start to get angry. That little split, then that's another split second, you know? I'm saying that because that's some importance. To the point I'm trying to make. So then you go flat. You're like, oh, fuck it. Let me take this shit off. Let me go put on my hair bonnet. Let me go just go upstairs, put my clothes, put my night clothes on, go watch me some fucking Netflix. Bitch, get them, get the rest of them crab legs in the refrigerator, go put some in the air fryer real quick, and continue to just live life. The way it would have intended if you wouldn't have never met this motherfucker. You know, but then he calls. Mm-hmm. And you try to act unbothered. You try to act like he cool. But you know, as the conversation go on, you getting irritated. You know, and the irritation turned into frustration. You just playing no angry bitch for real. And then the moment, you know what I'm saying, like, oh, let's just say he FaceTimes you. He asks you, you okay? Yeah, I ain't heard from you. Yeah, he gonna say you okay in the text. Yeah, you just a you. K. He ain't gonna put an O. Bitch, so fucking lazy. Anyways, and you say you're cool, but you continue the conversation. It goes left. He's irritated now. You're irritated. It irritates you even more because he's irritated, even though he stood you up. What kind of shit and by is the end that? of the car, you done cursed his ass out. Probably blocked that motherfucker. And now that potential relationship is done. Now, granted. You could have been rightful in the way, honey, let him go. Because the thing is, if a man is in love with you, he is not going to get irritated with you that fucking quick. And if he do, bitch, we, I'm not your cup of tea, honey. I'm, a, I'm an acquired taste, bitch. Yeah. Look it up in the dictionary. Anyways, but then you have to calm down after all of that. And then you become flat again. You're just like, uh, fuck niggas, get money. You, does that sound familiar to you? Yep. Okay, I'm going to give you another example. If you ain't never been through that, you done had an overdraft fee. Mm -hmm, Most mm -hmm, people mm -hmm, have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after you get so many of them, you just like, uh, let me call the bank and see if I can get one back because I am putting money back in the account and shit, and I've been paying it. But I really needed that money to, I don't know, buy some pamphlets. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you get mad when the teller when the teller lady tell you, I'm sorry, I can only give you one. You're gonna have to cop bitch one. Are you serious? All the motherfucking money y'all done took for me, bitch. And then you gonna be like Jesus and start flipping tables over and shit. Yeah. That's how emotional this regulation. 
And you might not be on that extreme. I'm just giving you examples. You know, and it's actually not your fault that you're that way because most of the time it comes from a traumatic, those feelings of not being able to regulate your emotions comes from a traumatic childhood. And so um, your partner may stick around with you acting like this. If you're in a relationship, over time, though, it's going to drain that relationship. You're going to lose trust, trust, and it becomes toxic. And the more toxic, you know, over time, an emotionally regulated relationship, you know what I'm saying, would have been growing over time. This shit, it gets worse. So in a healthy relationship, uh, a healthy emotional regulated relationship, the feelings grow deeper over time. They don't grow toxic. There's a difference, y'all. Deeper toxic, you know. Mm, 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 mm. Ask them, ask them couples that's been together about 50, 60 years. They don't been through this shit, but you know, like over time, shit has to fucking give. I love you, you love me, motherfucker. We in this bitch together. With 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 you, with you missing your teeth and your and your breath smelling bad, and bitch don't took a wig off, honey. Went went to bed looking like Beyonce. Woke up looking like Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's just like people tell you when you're healing, too, you need to be in touch with your feelings. You need to grieve your feelings after, you know, leaving somebody that's been in, if it's your family, your mother, your, you know, feel your feelings. But when you're emotionally dysregulated, especially as you, it, because you were a kid that was not allowed to have feelings, it's hard to recognize them motherfuckers. Because if you got your ass beat for saying, I feel this way, or if you say you feel this way, oh, you just being a fucking baby, like, grow up, you know, like, get the fuck over yourself, you know, like, damn. So it's like, oh, you, when, you, when you grow up in an in environment like that, you know, you don't know how to process those feelings. And people with, with childhood CPTSD, PTSD, it's extremely hard. So we have to learn how to regulate those feelings by creating these little mental toolboxes in our brains. That's what we're talking about, this healing journey. So we can know how to control our feelings. So we're going to go to this mental toolbox. So I'm going to give y'all some shit to put in y'all mental toolbox, okay? So let's talk about a way to combat this. Let's, let's think for a split second. You remember when we went into just hearing about the phone call? You know, hearing a phone call, you know, you're about to grab your keys, walk out the door, and then you see the message, you read it for that split second, you're processing it. You know, your moment, your brain for that moment is like, okay, this is happening right now. Uh, and before you can talk through it, you know what I'm saying, right before you get angry, you know, right before, you know, right when you're kind of getting that down, you know, right before that rumble in your gut starts to feel anger or fucking rage, there's this window of opportunity. And I'm going to basically say, I found this chick on, um, face, not Facebook, on YouTube. She's, I, I'm going to put her link below. And she basically talks about these kind of ways that you can kind of like keep that plane from going off the ground. So when I think about emotions, the way she made a good point is like, you know how you get on a plane, you get strapped up, you know, they start driving around. And then all of a sudden they stop. And then they just start to go, and they go really fast, and you can feel the rumble. That's like the hardest part of a lot of people, for a lot of people, like riding a plane, that part. Right before it takes off and flies in the air. We're going to catch our moments before it take off and fly in the fucking air. So he just called, just text, can't make it. I'm going to make it up to you. 
punk motherfucker. Anyways, I'm going to make it up to you. Okay. Before I just want to snap off and be like, y'all can't believe you did it to me. I was ready to do it. Oh, I bitch ready. <laughs> bitch, you see what I go do with you? you? I know that. Y'all know that meme. Whatever that bitch is saying. Yeah, before you go there, let's, 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 let's first say, okay, I'm getting angry. My heart's starting to race. My fight or flight system is, is kicking in. My sympathetic nervous system is kicking in. Okay. I have these emotions, but you know what? Right now, it's not the time to respond. So let me sit the fuck back real quick and say, oh, I'm getting angry. You know, it might be a moment where you feel like you want to cry or you're getting anxious. Like, I, I feel myself breathing right now. Y'all can hear me. I brush my teeth, y'all. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I say that to say, like, Nurse two kids be having emotional reactions and shit. And it'd be like, okay, let's slow down this flame before it gets started. Because once you start panicking, you feel like you have to rush through those feelings of anger. And then we spiral. And then a bitch is like, we can't control this shit. And then we trying to slow it down. And we need to take time to breathe. You know what I'm saying? And it's either you can or you can't. But if you do, take time to breathe. Take time to respond. One of my teachers that... I worked that um taught me uh, when I went to Lipscomb. She told me, she said, Kiki, you don't need to react. You need to learn how to respond. So give yourself that time. Let me let me say it one more time. Kiki, nurse two keys. Um, Mexico, Italy, Moldova, uh, Ukraine, Nigeria, India, Italy, all y'all. Sorry if I missed you. Don't react. Give yourself time to respond. You know, whether if it's 30 minutes, <clears throat> and if it was to say you're at work and you need some time to say, hey, I can't um, answer that question right now. Let me step away. Go to your fucking car, scream and beat on the fucking, on the damn, uh, you know, what you call it, damn, you turn knobs. You know how to drive. What's, what do you call it? Damn. That's all that damn Taylor Port I've been drinking. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Damn wheel. Steering wheel. Beat that motherfucker. Beat it. Beat that motherfucker like it's so so It's scream. <laughs> then you come back. You pull your big girl panties up. You pick your big boy panties. Big what, what boy draws. Big boy. Pick it up. You know what I'm saying? And keep going. And you know what I'm saying? When, when, whenever whenever you're able to, just to get through that moment, because the calmer you are, the better you can articulate why you're angry. The better you can explain why without flying off the handle. And you'll probably appreciate yourself for this. So here's another way. I, I read about it. I don't know. It might work for y'all. I don't know. But I'm going to throw it out there. If you feel like you're about to cry, imagine that your stomach right below your belly button. Imagine there's a knob there. And when you're about to cry, that knob is like 11 or 12. What you probably want to do is turn that knob down to two to stop the tears. You know, it's like closing a gate that was open. The floodgates was about to about to open. You you about to close them, or if you feel angry, then the the rule of thumb they always say, and this is what she talks about in this YouTube video. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Put it on the link below. But restraint of pen and tongue. 
when you're angry. Restrain a pen and tongue. I sent a fucked up email. It really wasn't a messed up email. To one of my teachers in nursing school, uh, when I was getting my bachelor's degree, um, it was after we did our evaluations. And I was just like, you made me feel like less of a student. You wouldn't allow me to do X, Y, and Z. I felt like you was on me all the time. I feel like I didn't put this in the, in your, I got real, real with her. I didn't put this in your evaluations because I didn't want you to fake my grading, but this is how I feel. Didn't cuss, didn't any of that, but she went and cried like a fucking baby. She put a white girl pri- privilege on. And now I'm looking like the angry black woman at one of the only nursing schools that got a whole bunch of white people and just a little bit on me. Yes, the one I got the scholarship from. I still love them. I still love y'all. But yeah, she was asshole hurting her feelings. Yeah, to make me look the, like the bad guy. And it ended up turning out really well, actually. Went to Africa, delivered a baby. Wrote, they wrote shit about me and all that. But, you know, if I would have not... Because my teacher, she was like... First, she was like, what did you do? And I thought she was rooting for me because I told the truth. But then she was like, she was kind of disappointed. And she was like, Kiki, you have to learn how to. It was like a disappointment mama moment. You have to learn how to respond and not react. And you have to take time. So basically, I just, when I thought I want to send an email, I just sent it to her first. Be like, should I send this? <laughs> should I send this? Shout out to you, Dr. Pillow. I love you. But anyways, Yeah. The, you, you, that's this what you have to do. You just have to take time out. You know, even with that little date, if it, it would have popped off, you know what I'm saying? I probably would have lot. I probably would have looked a lot better if I would have had um, just not said anything and just ignore him for a day. I think I did, and I, then he was like, "I want a healthy communication." Well, what you want me to do? I mean, hell, you always busy, hell. I, you wasting my motherfucking time is how I'm really feeling. End up cutting that motherfucker off, honey. Then I seen him at this little comedy show. I seen him in line, y'all. He was with a fat bitch. Yeah. Fat bitch. Yes, she was. Anyways, and I'm sitting here looking like, oh, my God, please don't look at me. But then I'm like, yeah, I look good because I was cute, honey. I had my little, little thing on, honey, my little jerk. Who couldn't tell me shit looking like a million bucks? Okay. Moving along, y'all. So another thing that you can do that I found out was very beneficial to me was emergency writing. This is journaling, okay? This is um, something that you can you can do um, anytime you feel like. And I thought this shit was corny because we always give it to our patients. Uh, we give them a notebook with the admission packet when they come in, you know. I work at the Looney Bin Psych Hospital, one of them. Maybe. Yeah. But like, um, I was going through something one day and when I tell you, I could not express it to my, my, my coworkers because I don't want them in my business all the time, you know, and it's like, it's too much. I can't. And I just, I found a journal prompt that told me to basically write down all of my cares, everything that was bothering me without going in a rabbit hole. So I did that. 
And then they had me go over all those things and say, what's the worst that could happen from this? Um, what's the probability that this would happen to this? And how can you change your perspective? You know, and then, you know, I got all that shit off my chest. And then I made, I made a little bill thing and everything for my bills and budgeted in the same journal. I felt better after that, y'all. That really helps. And then another thing, and after this, y'all, we're going to go to our segments. I love y'all. Another way to combat um, emotional dysregulation or just feeling like you're just fucking over it is, I don't say heart exercise, because it depends on how hard, hard your heart is. Me, um, I can do wrist walking uh, 35 minutes, three days a week. It was a class I took, made an A in it, lost my stomach after the class was over, never did it again. But I tried to do that. That's what I'm working on now. But if you need to run up some stairs, decrease some stress, chemicals, you know, have money to have sex. Might need some dick. Penis. Might need some cuckoo. Cuckoo for cocoa pop. But don't go cuckoo for cocoa puss. We trying to heal now. You know, even if it's like wash your hands with cold water while you're at work, something to emotionally, like to physically distract you. That will help your emotions. And so when you're emotionally dysregulated, it's like you're in a trance. So being able to see yourself, understand what emotional regulation is and how you can stop that shit before it starts, you know, you'll thank yourself. So if you have to physically just have to touch yourself with water or whatever, or one of those, you know what? (laughs) Y'all, another part of my healing has been listening to mantras, okay? So I had this mantra that I made up. So, y'all, this is like another segment. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be called because it's getting heavy in this bitch. But um, basically what a mantra is, it's, it's something to, it's like a saying over and over until you believe it. And so I'm big on numerology, y'all. And so 1111 is one of my numbers. And so I'm going to run one of these numbers on y'all. Y'all let me know how y'all like it. Y'all listen to it. Rewind it. Y'all, we're going to turn this thing into a whole fucking album of mantras and affirmations. So y'all, here we go. 1111. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for our blessings. Thank you. Eleven, 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 eleven. This a moment that you've been waiting for, manifesting and been praying for. Now all your blessings at your front door. Eleven, 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 eleven. This a moment that you've been waiting for, manifesting and been praying for. Now all your blessings at your front door. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, bullshit in, good shit out, good shit out, bullshit in, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. See, don't y'all feel better? I know I do. I do. Just by breathing and believing that 11-11, the hour of manifestation. Yes. 11, 11, 11, 11, this a moment that you've been waiting for, manifesting and been praying for, now all your blessings at your front door, 11, 11, 11, 11, 
This a moment that you been waiting for And I've been praying for Now all your blessings at your front door Yay Yes uh, I know y'all feel better because I do So now we're going to go into some affirmations uh, I am I am enough. 